Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. First up on the show today is Tammy McClafferty with LifeWork Leadership Jacksonville. We do hear the stories that, uh, about what God is doing with them. Tammy McClafferty, welcome to I Work For Him. So Tammy, how did you learn to connect your faith and your work? Well, again, both my parents were hardworking people, so I saw it demonstrated throughout my childhood. Throughout my childhood, you know, grew up in Pittsburgh. And so my dad worked in a steel mill, so hard labor, hard work. My mom worked in a grocery store for most of her life, um, you know, so just saw that demonstrated with them. They loved the Lord. They worked hard. Uh, but for me personally, I think I came to a better understanding of my work in faith um, when I had my first child. So I had been teaching. That was what I felt I was called to do. I was a teacher at a public school teaching third grade, mm. and um I started having kids, and, you know, there was kind of this thinking that because I had kids, I needed to give up my job and stay with my kids, and I really wrestled with that because I loved my work. I loved what I did. I felt called to do it and uh, really started wrestling with that and, you know, went to the Lord and said, okay, Lord, I, I think I can do both. I think I can be an amazing mom, a godly wife, a godly mother, and a great worker, and, you know, if I'm going to navigate these waters... I need your help. I need you to show me how to do this. And anytime we ask the Lord, he shows up. Um, so he did. He, he challenged us, and he um, pushed us in a direction, actually, to start a daycare, which was not on my radar. But once I had kids, I had to start looking for a place to put my kids so I could go back to work. And I quickly realized that in our area, there was nothing that met my needs. Um, you know, I always say there was great centers that were state licensed and they, you know, ticked the academic box, but then they didn't tick my faith box. And then there were Mm -hmm. ones that were faith-based that I felt like these sweet grandmas would be loving on them and singing Jesus loves me, but they didn't have the academic piece. And, you know, I went back to the Lord and I said, hey, Lord, listen, I I, I don't want to compromise. I want something that's quality on every level. And so he put us to task. So my husband and I started a daycare center, um, the Sycamore Center up in Pennsylvania, and uh, really, that's where he started growing my faith and work, because he was like, here, I've given you this. Now, you know, use it for my glory. And we worked hard and hopefully, you know, was able to bring the Lord some glory through that. Mm-hmm. So that brings you to today, Tammy, where you um, are in a different role. So you made that connection while you guys were starting that um daycare environment but then now you are doing something that looks very different than that at the first case life work leadership tell us about that yeah so you know life is a journey with the lord and we we took that on and and were able to you know raise our three children with that school and i was able to work and be with my kids and um honestly what brought us even to this point was we had the opportunity to go back to seminary both my husband and i and um, there was a seminary in Jacksonville, Florida at the time that did this one-year intensive program. And uh, we were just fortunate enough that we said we were going to come down and take a year and spend it with the kids and still run the business, but 
um, go back to seminary. And that's what got us to Jacksonville. Hmm. And as most people who come to Jacksonville, they fall in love with it. It's just the greatest city. And uh, so we were here, and we did seminary for a year, both my husband and I. And we finished that and thought we were going to head back to Pittsburgh, which is where we were from, where our business was. And uh, we did for eight months, and we lasted one more winter. And we were like, we're out, <laughs> we're done. So we moved back to Jacksonville permanently, and this was in 2010, um, which ultimately we had to sell the business. And so that put us back to, you know, doing our work, just what, you know, we were we were able to do. So I went back into teaching, and my husband went back into physical therapy, and um, I ended up having the opportunity to go back for my doctorate, which that allowed me then to get into the college level, and I started teaching at a college and became the director of a university. And then that is what I had been doing for the last several years um, until the Lord, you know, tapped on my heart again and just started stirring in my soul that I needed to be doing something Honestly, that just required a little bit more faith on my part, something that really stretched me. Hmm. And um, so I resigned from that position that I thought was going to be the position I would be in forever and waited on the Lord. And uh, in two days, two days after my resignation, um, my husband walked out of the bedroom and said, Hey, you know, Tammy, I think I found your dream job. <laughs> and uh, he had read the job description for LifeWork Leadership, and, you know, they were looking for a new executive director, and, um, you know, they said they were looking for somebody that had some teaching experience, some business experience, some ministry experience, and some leadership experience. And, wow. you know, LifeWork Leadership is about incorporating your work and your faith. And, you know, I read that job description, and it was like, you know, my aha moment. I was like, this is what God has called me for. All these things I've been doing, all this education and all these experiences had led to this. And uh, so I was very blessed to start as the new executive director of LifeWorks Leadership in July of last year. How often, I mean, how do people, like, when they sign up to get involved with LifeWorks Leadership, what are they signing up for? Yeah, so LifeWork Leadership is about a nine-month journey, um, we call it, that we take people on, business leaders here in Jacksonville, uh, really to look at the leadership of Jesus Christ. You know, we see how he took 12 men, and he poured into them, and he trained them, and he sent them out. And those 12 men changed the world as we know it. And those were business leaders. I mean, those were fishermen, those were doctors, those were tent makers, those were... You know, he worked with the tax collectors. I mean, he worked in the business community, mm -hmm. and it was in those people that he sent out and changed the world. And so we really look at how Jesus led those 12 and what he poured into them, and we take you on this nine-month journey of looking at Jesus's leadership characteristics, and we break them down every month. Tell them who the perfect candidate might be for joining up with LifeWork Leadership. Yeah, that's a good question. Um you know, it was interesting today, I was just thinking about it, I had the opportunity just an hour ago to sit and have lunch with about 15 business leaders from here in Jacksonville, and today they spoke about a verse in Exodus with Moses, and how God called Moses to go talk to Pharaoh, and he kind of protested three times, you know, the first time he's like, why me? And God says, I'm sending you, and then he says, well, who should I say sent me? And you know, God says, tell them I am sent you. And then his third protest was, what if they don't believe me? And God said, use the stick in your hand. And we were talking about today at this lunch and how that stick in Moses' hand, he was a shepherd. That's what he did. It was his job. It was his mm -hmm. career. And God said, use that. 
And in and of itself, the stick itself is not powerful. But when you put God behind that stick, it changed Israel. It moved a nation. And really, that's what life work is looking for. It's looking for people who say, listen, I have a stick. And it might be in a law office. It might be I'm an entrepreneur or a teacher or a nurse or a CEO. But I have a stick that God's given me here in Jacksonville. And I want to put that power behind that stick to make a difference, to change the city for Jesus Christ. What kind, when you talk to alumni that have gone through LifeWork Leadership, what kind of results are you seeing? How is what they're learning there impacting their faith and their work? That has to be my favorite part of this job, is I get to sit every day with people who have gone through LifeWork and who are you know, applying the lessons back in their job, and they're seeing it make a difference. There's so many stories. You can go on our website and see them. We have testimonials. But people who were moved by God through life work and who said, okay, I'm going to, um, you know, I went through the generosity session and I realized that I should be giving my staff more vacation days. And they've implemented a new HR policy to be more generous with their staff. <laughs> to somebody who says, listen, I realize I have not been showing compassion to my wife. And ultimately, we know that if you have a good marriage, you're going to be more productive in your business. So this person came out of it, and their their note to self was, I'm going to show more compassion to my marriage, and I'm going to change my marriage. And we have seen people who have left their jobs and started new businesses. We had just a uh, graduate from last year who was a lawyer and left her job to start a nonprofit helping people here in the city who need legal counsel and can't afford it. Um, we have seen people who have left as CEOs of companies to start businesses because they heard God, you know, during a life work session, say, move in this direction. And, um, you know, we now here in Jacksonville have over 300 what we call alumni, or, you know, graduates, people that we celebrated that have finished life work who are doing Bible studies all over the city and meeting with each other and holding each other accountable. And, and it's starting to see, we're starting to see the ripples. We're starting to see the impact in the city, which for me is such a blessing to hear. Tammy McClafferty, how is leading LifeWork Leadership impacting you personally? Oh, my goodness. How many, how many radio shows do we have, right? We only have we only got 40 <laughs> seconds, so there you go. Uh, immensely. And honestly, it has been such a faith stretch for me. You know, sometimes I think we as Christians, you know, I had been teaching and doing education for so long, I felt like I could go to work with my eyes closed and was just doing the same thing day after day. And I asked the Lord to stretch me, and he did. He put me in an environment that made me uncomfortable, for him, which when we are in that position, it just requires faith, that mountain-moving faith. You know, every day I get up and say, all right, well, I cannot do this on my own. I was not from a corporate background. I have not had nonprofit experience. I don't know how to do this, but God, and that's where it's impacted me the most, is it has mm. made me fully, fully rely on Jesus Christ. Next up on the show, back to the First Coast. Our brand new friend, Glenn Henderson, from the Potter's House International Ministry. This local church in Jacksonville is the first living, breathing local body of Christ that I work for him has found where a believer can't possibly enter the doors of the church without finding out that their calling is significant and that their work is a gift from God. Potter's House International Ministry owns strip malls and restaurants and bowling alleys. They employ people. They run businesses. Glenn Henderson, our guest, is the Marketplace Pastor at the Potter's House. Glenn Henderson, welcome to I Work For Him. 
Glenn, what was the path that led you to becoming the marketplace minister at the Potter's House? Well, Jim, um, <laughs> it was a, uh, a convergence, if you will, of my time in the uh, uh, ministry where I have been working with pastors and also businesses across the country. And then I had an opportunity to meet uh, Bishop Vaughn McLaughlin at, uh, at the Potter's House, and I learned that they were actually doing everything that I've been teaching about how the convergence of business and ministry is uh, one and the same, and we've called it business street. And so mm-hmm. I've had the uh, great privilege of being able to uh, join up with uh, Bishop McLaughlin, and he uh, has me ordained as the marketplace pastor at the Potter's House. So what does that look like for you? What does marketplace pastor mean at the Potter's House? Well, um, we, we believe that uh, Jesus had a call for everyone to be out and be meaningful in the marketplace. And so uh, to that end, we think that, uh, as the Bible would uh, tell us, that our lives, our faith, should be lived out in everything that we do. And so what does it mean to love? What is it character, integrity? What does that actually look like if I'm serving somebody at a restaurant, if I'm sweeping toys, or if I'm the president of an organization? And so uh, we believe the Scripture has something to say about every area of life uh, and everything that you do in the workplace, and of course we call it the marketplace. Mm. So how does the Potter's House equip its people, um, the members of the body of the Potter's House, to better connect or even understand the connection between their faith and their work? Well, so uh, a number of ways, aside from what we do, and I think it's being preached and taught from the pulpit, we have uh, a number of different, uh, I want to call it very intentional uh, tracks, if you will, and segments uh, for being as the marketplace pastor there. So we'll do seminars, we do workshops, we have classes, courses, and they really are uh, designed to be very specific and intentional on the practical application of of what faith looks like. And um, as Matthew 7 speaks about, the wise man puts these things to practice. And, And so what I do and what we do, I believe, as a ministry is demonstrate real practical application of the word becoming flesh not just studying it but what does it actually look like and of course in the marketplace in our day-to-day lives I don't know if you followed, it's a play on words, but the Ark Encounter up in Cincinnati, when they built Noah's Ark, they said, hey, they, they at night they cast a huge rainbow on it to say, hey, they're taking back the rainbow. And, and next, in a week, Martha and I are going to do a show on alternative lifestyles. And what you just described was following Jesus, that is the ultimate alternative lifestyle. That too often, we as Christ followers get sucked into the American dream, yet Jesus called us to an alternative lifestyle where where he wants to change the very way we think. And that's what you just described there. And and in those case studies, it gets people to be thinking about stuff like that. So there's a diverse way of businesses that we have. There's a mall that the ministry owns. In that mall, there's a bowling alley. And and there's a number of different things in the uh, 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 business activity that we have, that it's all designed to employ and empower people and deal with what we characterize as systemic poverty. So if we can put people to work, let people birth their ideals there, which 
oftentimes happen. And then sometimes we may assist them, and not only assist them financially, but we assist them in their business plans, et cetera. And then we will help them by, uh, if they need space, then they can get space there. And is it discounted at times? Perhaps. But the whole idea is to find businesses in the mall, employ people, and let them uh, work and we hope see the vision that God has given them come to pass. You've got a passion for reaching the least of these and setting the captives free, as you mentioned earlier. But how do you connect marketplace ministry with this mission handed down to us by Jesus? Well, um, first of all, and hopefully my passion is, is I slide on with the scripture. And as I read from Genesis to Revelation, the heart of God has always been toward. Uh, it's toward all people, of course, because God so loved the world that he gave his only son for the whole world. But there's, he's also seen to have a, a, even more of a bent toward the, I, I characterize him as a half-night for those who have the less fortunate. And so um, what I believe, Scripture, and in, in see, the Scripture clearly tells us, is those of us who have, have a responsibility toward, I would once again say, the half-night. And so uh, most of the teachings and most of what I work to do is help people understand, and that gets to the why, why blessings follow, uh, is when we find ourselves living toward the heart of God, then as Psalm 23 says, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And so my mission, as I say, and my purpose on the planet as I work with ministries and businesses, and then for business three and marketplace, is to convey the message of hope and convey the message that um, that I believe is is crystal clear in Scripture to all people that I come across with. Talking to folks in business, I speak to them oftentimes about don't worry about, which is biblical, <laughs> don't worry about the next business, the next opportunity, be content and be everything that God wants you to be where you are. I have this uh, coin and saying, and it's in people's eyes when I say this, and I, and I tell them this, where you are is a direct reflection of where you are. And that almost sounds like a tongue twister, but it's <laughs> reminded me that God put, I'm where I am because this is exactly where God wants me to be. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work For, for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.